Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host, joined by Eric Nalin, publisher, InsideTexas.com. It's our weekly uh, program, state of the program, uh, where we talk about uh, interesting uh, aspects of uh, UT football and what's going on. Uh, Eric, I, I guess the biggest news over the last uh, 24 hours, say, has been Texas uh, offering uh, a couple of running backs in state, uh, Caden Durham out of Duncanville, uh, and then Kedron Young out of Lufkin to add to uh, the other guys they've already offered. Uh, do you see this as a widening of the board or just they found other guys they also like just as much? What What's going on there? Well, I mean, it's, you know, you got to cover all the bases in recruiting because there's so many uh, twists and turns. Uh, you know, they have a really good board set with uh, Peoples, uh, obviously, uh, Jarek uh, Gibson um, and uh, Tate, uh, Tyler Tatum. Sorry, it's a little <laughs> – I'm still getting going this morning. Uh, long Valentine's Day night. Um, and so, you know, they already had a really good board. But, you know, we've seen it in the past where, you know, things don't play out necessarily how you thought they would go. And, you, you know, staff were wishing that they had, you know, more options to pursue. And, you know, this just seems like they're doing all their homework. Um, you know, maybe they're expecting a guy to come into camp and blow them away. Uh, you know, maybe maybe they're hearing good things about their, uh, their, their football character. Uh, you know, so th their board is never set. That's one thing that we know. Their board is never fully set, and they're also willing to play the long game on a lot of guys. I want to talk a little bit more about the running back board and also uh, discuss uh, the, the wide receiver room. Uh, I wrote uh, this morning in Inside Texas uh, about some things that are going on there for the Longhorns. Uh, but before we do, I want to say thank you to our uh, weekly sponsor of State of the Program, Adam Lowy and the Lowy Law Firm. He is helping injured Texans each and every day. If you've been injured in a serious or catastrophic car wreck in or in the workplace or elsewhere, Adam is who you want to call. He, he and his team focus on results. Call Adam at 512-280-0800 or reach him online at LoweyLawFirm.com. Uh, Adam Lowey, longtime sponsor. We appreciate him here. Uh, Eric, I, I think about it uh, in this the, the guys that they just offered, right, that are added to the list. Kedron Young, 5'11", 207. He's more of that big back. Mm -hmm. uh, they don't really have that thus far on the board, right? So Kedron Young yeah. is, is a different type guy. And then Caden Durham is more the Keelan Robinson type. He's a 10, 700-meter guy right. uh, going into his junior year of track. So really, you think that might get down to 10'5 by the end of track season. Uh, off the state championship Duncanville team. He's 5'9", 180. Um, is, is it interesting to you how they're, you know, they're, it seems to me like they're adding some variety, I guess is the best way to put that. Well, it's like my kid with monster trucks. He wants one of each. Um, you know, he's got to have, he's got to have one of everything. Um, <laughs> I think that's what he wants because that, that, that gives you schematic versatility. But, you know, they definitely need a bigger back. They've only got Cedric Baxter, Baxter in the program that profiles to it. I, now, the move of Savian Red probably changes that a little bit because I think he brings a power element. Uh, but yeah, they need it. They need a younger guy that I, you, when you take a two running back class to me, you would want them to be two pretty different guys. You know, you, that we always call them complementary classes. You do the same thing at wide receiver, unless they're just all elite guys like what, what Sark had to work with at Alabama. You do want some variety uh, because, you know, you're, you're, you're asking different things of them. If you're going to run a little outside zone, you might have a different back than if you're trying to run inside. Um, if you want to, if you're going to use them in a screen game, you're going to want a guy that runs 10-5 like Durham. Uh, so it's, you know, we quite, we quite haven't seen the full playbook yet of what, what Sark can do with a Keelan Robinson uh, type. Uh, but it seems like he's got something in the hopper because he's looking for another guy like that. 
Let, let, let's move on. I mean, it's clear Texas is still early in it. I do want to add one name to the mix, and this is coming from Jerry Hamilton, who reported this morning at Inside Texas, uh, that Texas is also interested in Christian Clark, a six foot, 195 pound running back. They offered him uh, back in January, I believe. He's out of Phoenix, uh, Arizona, same state as obviously as Bijan Robinson, Mountain Brook High School, uh, just in the Phoenix area as opposed to Tucson. Uh, it, it's yet another you know, sign that, hey, they're going to they're going to go far and wide uh, to try to to find the guys that they want uh, this year. Um, you mentioned Savion Red, and I, I wrote a little bit about him. And I, I'm not sure that you and I maybe gave enough credence or, or discussed it enough about his move to running back uh, that was made last week. Inside Texas broke that news first. Um, you know, is is he? Is he that all-purpose back that Texas has kind of been looking for? Because let's be clear, Keelan Robinson isn't really that guy. He can't he can't be a three-down back. I don't think he does just doesn't run well enough inside. Even though they tried to give him that position in the in the Alamo Bowl, um, and then you you have a guy like Cedric Baxter who might be everything, uh, but because of just how high-profile he is, uh, and Jonathan Brooks. But outside of those guys, I mean. Is is Savion Red have a have a place on this team at running back? You think? Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May fifth, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Yeah, absolutely. I think he can be a three-down back um, and also one that you would use uh, sparingly as a receiver, uh, you know, as a change of pace. If, he, if he's not beating out Brooks or Baxter, you might still want him out there at third down. on third down. You know he's going to be physical as a blocker. Um, you know he's going to be a good quality receiver. Uh, it, it gives you the flexibility to run more uh, two-back sets if uh, Sark wants to do that. We saw that at times. Um, I do like some of the similarities to his attributes to Rashawn Johnson. Uh, he can be no-nonsense downhill. Uh, he's a little more fluid than Rashawn. Uh, Rashawn's about to get drafted a little higher than some people expected because he just gets downhill so fast and and uh, runs so hard. But I think Saban's got a little more wiggle, wiggle than that. But I do think there's a, a physical toughness to him uh, that, that, that profiles well to the position. But now he's going to have to compete. He's going to have to compete against guys that, you know, in Brooks that have, have been there to earn it. Uh, Keelan Robinson is obviously somebody that Sark kept around for a reason. Uh, Cedric Baxter has the uh, benefit of, uh, you know, high profile player, uh, recently playing the position in high school. Um, I think that he's uh, he profiles very well to the to the preferred scheme that Sark wants to employ with inside zone. Uh, so he's going to have to compete. But I do think uh, I do think he has a he'll be able to carve out a role on the team. Two things. Two things that are interesting to me, Eric, about this. You mentioned his tenaciousness as a blocker on the outside. I think that really profiles well in pass pro as yeah. a running back. Uh, you agree with that? Yeah, and, and as a lead blocker when they're in 20 personnel. You know, you can have him and Cedric Baxter back there, or him and Brooks back there. And, and, you know, it's uh, he's, he's going to be a, he's going to be a six blocker, uh, you know, for that running back. Yeah, he, he's going to find contact. It, yep. Is the kind of guy that he he just that kind of some guys are those kind of football players and he. He strikes right. me that way. Uh, the other thing is, is you know, obviously they can go five wides with him or four wides yeah. with him and motion him out, and all of a sudden you have a real true receiver type 
in, yeah, in no the doubt. game plan. So I, I feel like it's a little bit, it could be a little bit different uh, there. And I, I think that we finally, I, I appreciate you taking the time uh, today to talk a little bit more about that. Um, the receiver room as a whole is another thing I want to grab onto you. I talked to, to someone last night late uh, that just had nothing but effusive praise for A.D. Mitchell at this point. That's mm-hmm. something that you and uh, Justin Wells wrote on Friday of this past week uh, as well in the humidor. Uh, you know, I'm looking at the um, the Texas wide receiver room, and, and really the point to me that was made uh, during that conversation last night with my source was, it's just there is a professionalism right now permeating through that room. Right. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that Xavier Worthy is considered one of the best practice players on the team. Like he yeah. takes it very seriously from start to finish, uh, working on routes, giving 100 percent. His effort is very, very high. Um, top end speed, very, very high. All of those things. You add in someone like A.D. Mitchell, who apparently is acting like, you know, he's ready. He wants to be pro football player. Yeah. Isaiah Nayor has had that kind of temperament. Jordan Whittington. Um, you know, is learn, still learning, even still learning the wide receiver position at some level, even though he's been there for two years. Uh, it, it just seems like to me that Steve Sarkeesian is starting to get into that territory that he wants guys uh, that are, are trying to look to be great football players, not just good football players on a winning team. Um, and that wide receiver room may actually be leading the way. Well, yeah, I don't know if I would say leading the way, but definitely turning the corner. Um, you know, it, it, I always go back to when Sark first arrived and he preached professionalism. Um, and, you know, we don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but but Mitchell was uh, – he, he was compared favorably against recent transfers that they've had, uh, even from another rival high-profile uh, high profile program. And I think it does boil down to Georgia didn't want to lose him and Alabama didn't, lose the, didn't care if they lost a couple of those receivers. Uh, and it is because of the way he prepares – um, he's, he's mature and ready to go. Uh, and I think Chris Jackson, he and Chris Jackson entering the program at about the same time have definitely elevated that room uh, towards the in, in the direction of professionalism that, that Sark is looking for. What have you heard thus far about Chris Jackson, the new wide receivers coach at Texas? With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It relates well. uh, The players like him. Uh, and also, you know, recruits like him, too. If the players like you, there's a good chance recruits will like you. Uh, haven't haven't gone in depth on him yet because we haven't really heard about his coaching points. You know, they're not doing a whole lot. Uh, so it's basically just a first impression sort of thing. Uh, we'll have to learn a lot more about him during spring ball. Um, Eric, speaking with Eric Nalin, publisher of InsideTexas.com. It's our weekly state of the program. Uh, Eric, uh, you you and I have talked about this before, uh, and we're, we're now three weeks away, or two and a half weeks, really, uh, from the start of spring ball. Uh, and uh, Texas uh, is, is in a situation right now where they're trying to make that next step from eight and five, right? Mm-hmm. And so the the cards look like Texas can make that next step. They've got a, a, so much uh, uh, firepower coming back on offense. Yep. Uh, they've got so much defensive uh, returning production as well. 
Um, there's just a lot of expectations on this team. But let me say this. Uh, our friends in College Station had a lot of expectations heading into this year, this this past season. How does a team and, and how do you think this team is handling those kind of increased expectations? Uh, and how does that compare to what maybe what they did over in College Station and, and what you see as a difference? Well, I mean, you know, go back to what we reported in December that they were disappointed with eight and four, you know, so they're, I don't think they're paying attention to the expectations because, you know, they, their recent, their most recent output is, was disappointing to them. Um, so it's tough. It's tough to hear that you're supposed to be good if you haven't been good yet. You know, you're not going to really buy that yourself. I don't think, um, and I think, uh, you know, they've got plenty of leadership, uh, stepping up right now that, that helps out a lot. Uh, and you know, one thing they have is continuity. They're getting the same message from the same coaches, uh, pretty much nonstop. Uh, and, you know, they've got a lot of experience, um, experience. You're, you're not going to lose as much focus with experience. If you have a lot of success early on, uh, it can go to your head. Uh, they haven't had a lot of success, but they're building towards that direction uh, at the same time that they have a lot of veteran leadership. So I'm not really concerned about them paying attention to expectations and then coming out flat. Got it. Uh, lunch, uh, excuse me. Uh, Stay the program is brought to you by Adam Lowy of the Lowy Law Firm. Uh, the Lowy Law Firm specializes in re results for his clients, whether it's a tragic car wreck, an accident in the workplace, or any serious or catastrophic injury. Adam is who you want to call. Call Adam today at 512-280-0800. Uh, Eric, a uh, couple more questions here. And I, and I mentioned this in, in this morning's article on InsideTexas.com. Uh, Arch Manning and chose Texas ostensibly over Alabama and Georgia primarily, right? Yep. Both of those programs have gone through offensive coordinator changes. Both of those programs have defensive head coaches. Um, you know, at, at some point, you have to think that the Mannings just have, have a feel for what they want their, their kids to go through from a quarterbacking perspective, whether that's uh, Peyton at Tennessee, um, uh, Eli at, at Ole Miss under David, both of them under David Cutcliffe, and now Arch at Texas with Steve Sarkeesian. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. They're just not normal. I don't, I don't know how else to say that. They they have some uh, understanding of, of the game of football that maybe some other folks who follow recruiting and just uh, generally look at it don't necessarily see. I mean, is this, uh, you know, the news breaking that Mike Bobo is the new offense coordinator at Georgia and Tommy Reese coming from Notre Dame, who was a really ran the quarterback quite a bit at Notre Dame. What does this say about the Manning family, in your opinion, about, I mean, are they just smarter than, you know, 99% of America when it comes to football because of who they are? Well, they are smarter than, than most people, for sure. Um, you know, they they just they were just following the tea leaves, and they also have some inside information, too. They know which coaches are looking to go elsewhere. You know, I wrote a, uh, I wrote an article in the spring that was sort of laughed at on Twitter, but I think understood on our board because it was consistently coming from that side of the table, the Manning side, was that, uh, stability really favored Texas because of having Sark as the offensive coordinator versus the other offensive coordinators they were looking at, which were obviously Malkin. They thought Malkin would go back to the NFL before uh, Arch ever took a snap. 
which would have been the case by a, at least a full year. Um, and then obviously that that Bill O'Brien was was looking to get back to the NFL as well, or, or he would become a college head coach. So uh, this was all part of their calculus when they were making a decision. And uh, we, we, we chronicled it um, in pretty, uh, pretty clear view uh, during the spring. Gotcha. Uh, Inside Texas uh, publisher, uh, Eric Nolene. Eric, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about the addition to our staff of Jake Lange, uh, the former player personnel guy at the University of Texas. He's now joining Inside Texas. Uh, you know, I'm I'm set to have a one-on-one -on -one interview with uh, with Jake for Sunday. That'll be a, a special edition Sunday to meet for everybody to meet Jake and get to know him and really yes. hear what it's like inside those uh, uh, meetings as it relates to uh, uh, evaluation and recruiting. Uh, what what drew you to Jake Lange and why why did you uh, go out there and try to make that hire for for us at Inside Texas? Well, he reached out to Justin and Justin called me the next morning, pretty excited about the conversation he had, said, Eric, you need to check it out. I said, well, it almost you know goes without saying I need to check it out. But Justin let me know about the conversation. And I was you know, I was really excited. They had a very long talk. Uh, so I went and met him on Thursday. Um, just kind of get to get to know him. I had interacted with him a time or two, but it was, you know, when he was at Texas State for the most part, or it would just be like, really, hey, how you doing? You know, he, he would post something about his son. And I, I thought his son being named uh, after the, the cannon in his family's islands uh, where it was really cool. So, you know, just little things like that. Um, but, you know, I always respected his experience. Uh, I think he had a good, good eye for evaluation. But the, the conversation, the first conversation really cemented it. Uh, I, you know, I think that he sees a lot of things similar to how we do it inside Texas. You know, he talked about, you know, mental evaluation and, you know, just, you know, a lot of the things that we've talked about that he can help us dispel some myths that we routinely uh, come across on the internet that, that they just become narrative that, that become hard to combat. Uh, he's going to have a couple uh, articles about uh, dispelling myths. Uh, there's just a lot of experience he can draw on a lot of connections. And then I did some homework. I went beyond our conversation and talked to some people that know him. Uh, and they said he'd be a great hire. And, you know, they said he's got a really uh, underrated uh, uh, value of evaluation. You know, he's got he's got a really good eye uh, and he does he does. He goes to a pretty deep level on evaluation. So I thought that'd be a good addition for us uh, just as we try to be right about the players uh, coming in the program. That's going to be fun. I'll, I'll have that conversation with him on Sunday. And Eric, I, I appreciate you bringing him in. Uh, big, uh, big win, in my opinion, for Inside Texas, because it's just uh, another uh, facet of us trying to bring fans closer to the real stuff as opposed to uh, more, uh, I don't want to say fake because that's not the right word, but it's not a facade that we're trying to, to uh, read and, and talk about here uh, at the Inside Texas or on Texas football. Um, Eric, uh, thanks for your time. Uh, yep. Programming note, uh, Jerry Hamilton and I did not have a uh, live stream last night because it was Valentine's Day. Uh, Jerry uh, had a date, so we made sure that uh, we moved it to tonight at 7 p.m. Please join us. We've got a couple of uh, – we have one guest, we think, uh, lined up as well. It could be interesting for folks. Uh, also, thank you to our producer, Matt Hutchison. Uh, for Eric and Matt, I am Bobby Burton, and this has been Stay of the Program. Thank you for watching. For more videos on Texas football, recruiting, and other sports, make sure you click the like button and subscribe to the channel to get the very latest updates. Uh, thank you for watching again and hook them.